2: They say Mike T is the biggest crybaby in the NFL. Why didn't you
3: connect? But well, he puts up those numbers, man. You can cry whatever you want to cry if you put up those numbers. <clears throat> um, I called Cheesecake Factory to see if they had it, and they did not have it. Well, where'd you see it at? I just saw it on Facebook. It was an Animal Cracker, uh, Fruity Pebble Cheesecake.
2: <clears throat> uh, Dude, you drink it? Dude, you turn into an alcoholic living down there in Baton Rouge? <laughs>
3: 11th day in a row with a 40 ounce daiquiri after work. Damn. <laughs> it's to the point now where I can drink it straight, won't get brain freeze. That's how immune <laughs> I am.
2: Jennifer was talking about, uh, like, she wanted to go back to Louisiana to go see her to wrap up anything in her dad's house before it finishes being sold. And her friends were like, We'll go with you. And she's like, You realize there's nothing to do, right? Except go through a drive through daiquiri. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Brad, we are back in black weekly sports already fucking to show up. Not even 10 seconds in. Welcome back, sir. Uh, Post COVID-19 uh, epidemic. How are you doing today? Dude, it ain't post-COVID. We still in the middle of this shit. Everything Y'all is open. Until what, Every, no, 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 no. Gyms open Friday. Restaurants are already open. Dacry shops are open here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, sir.
2: You know, it's funny. I saw... Uh, a meme when this first kind of started, and they started shutting stuff down. It was uh, the picture of the Russian from Rocky, and he's and it said coronavirus, and it said if they die, they die.
3: <laughs> you know, I, don't, just... I don't want to get too political, but you know what? If you're afraid to get sick, stay inside. I don't want your fear to keep me from going out to the gym.
2: Well, here, here's my and I've said it from the beginning: there's no right answer to this Correct. because if you're if you're a politician. Because if you shut everything down, the economy collapses, they'll hang you. If you put everybody back to work and more people are going to die, they'll hang you. So it really was just a lose-lose.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is, a lose-lose. Half the people are going to agree, half the people going to disagree. But we're not here to talk about that. Bruh. Woo! 40-ounce daiquiri, bro. I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm ready to talk any kind of sports at this point. We're probably going to talk about stuff that you already know about because there's not much to talk about. Right. Yeah. Uh, baseball shut down. Basketball shut down. I guess the, the latest hot topic is the mercedes being Superdome in, in New Orleans is now up for grabs. The name, the, the naming rights. Mercedes-Benz has come out and said, we want to focus more on the new dome in Atlanta. So they're dropping the rights after the 2022 or 2023 season. Brad, the Smoothie King Superdome. How does that
2: sound? Nah, somebody needs a trademark and make it like the Who Dat Superdome. Some shit like that. Make it more hometown. Raising Cane's Superdome. The Raising
3: Cane's Louisiana Superdome. I'm feeling it just like I felt the 14 Caniacs I've had, the 12 boxes, and the three sandwich combos since I've been back in two and a half months. The gyms have been closed,
2: but my appetite is not. <laughs> well, you see, you could do Popeye's. But Popeye's is just so raggedy You know like you need to save that for something else I ain't trying let's to go get high sh- class I ain't trying and to get go... shot bro <laughs> ain't trying to catch <laughs> diarrhea from it
3: Confession I still have not had a chicken sandwich from Popeye's
2: Confession I did and it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be It wasn't that bad So I didn't mind it too too much um, You know wait, lettuce, lettuce and mayo? I, I got I got yeah, I got it all. They just whatever the sauce is, dude, they just drenched it in it. It was just too much. Like it's like eating a fucking sloppy joe chicken sandwich, man. It just everywhere. What did you-, I, you know, if you you have to eat a bib <laughs> with it. I was trying to eat it while I was driving I had to stop.
3: <laughs> what did you have for dinner tonight?
2: Uh, leftover pan-fried weenies with chili.
3: I had hot dogs and chili dogs last night. Tonight, man, pineapple, co- pepperoni, and ham pizza from Papa John's. I
2: started pan frying them, man. I like them pan fried. Them hot dogs. How do you how do you do that? You put them in a pan and you cook them.
3: <laughs> Don't patronize our listeners. I was asking for them.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
3: <laughs> um. So, man, let's just rewind the clocks back. Only two and a half months. Basketball games are being played in the same night. At the same time, basketball games are being delayed. Spring training was canceled from baseball. Sports as a whole just shut down. Then everything started to trickle down from there. Businesses closed. Restaurants closed. No sports for over three months. It's to the point now where Fox Sports and ESPN do. They're playing old WrestleManias on TV. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Rock and Stone Cold, WrestleMania 15. I'm down for it. Don't get me wrong. But, man, where would we be right now with baseball?
2: Halfway? No, no, no. You'd be a about a less... quarter all the way through. You'd be about a quarter because halfway is usually around 4th of July, I think, summertime when they do the NL the All-Star, All-Star break. Now, here's the thing. This was the first year in 20 years I decided to do fantasy baseball, and this is what <laughs> fucking happens.
3: Hey, don't feel bad. Somebody said on Facebook, none of this shit started till you moved back down to Baton Rouge, so yeah, true it's that. True, it's true. So, man, let's just uh, let's just talk about this a little bit, man. <clears throat> let's let's talk about the what ifs in sports. We were talking about this a few weeks ago, maybe a few days ago. I don't know. We were, I know we were talking about it at some point, whether it was over text message or something. But what would it hurt if sports in general just took a three month leap? What if the NFL preseason started? in October and November instead of August? What if baseball started three months later? I mean, am I missing something when I say how easy it is just to push it three months if you don't want to start on time? Or is it is it bigger than that? Is it more – are there more fine print? Is there more fine print than, than what I'm thinking when I just say move everything three months?
2: Yeah, I think there's more fine print to that. Um, I think because, I mean, you've got games already scheduled. You've got people that have bought tickets. I mean, it's kind of like if you decided, you know, you bought tickets to the Kenny Chesney concert, but he's just going to move it back three months. You know, that may not I'd work. I'd still be there. At that point. I'd still be there. Yeah, but I think it's a little bit more into that. But at the same time, I mean, if you sit back and think, let's see, let's talk about the month of October. October. You have, October, you have Major League Baseball in the playoffs, World Series. World Series, yep. Football's kicked off. Mm-hmm. Hockey's kicked off, Mm -hmm. and I'm not mistaken, basketball is either in preseason and it's about to kick off or it's kicked off. Mm -hmm. Like You've got almost every major sport going on at the exact same time. I wouldn't be opposed to pushing the NFL back a couple months if it goes longer after the first of the year. Like If they said, all right, we're going to push the season back a month, but the Super Bowl is going to be at the end of March now, I'd be stoked. That's just one more month without football, one less month without football. Yeah, you start you start college on time, and you let it roll that way. Shit, I'll take that.
3: <laughs> I bet you will. But so I mean, as of right now, today actually, today as we're recording this, uh, May twentieth, Wednesday, NFL, NFL training facilities are open as long as they follow a specific guidelines from the government, limited people. So the NFL hasn't come out and said anything yet, but as we know right now, the NFL is going to stay on schedule with (coughs) everything. What do you think is going to happen? I think for a limited time, maybe the four weeks of preseason, there's going to be no crowds in the stadium. And I think they're going to try to figure it out by week one, whether you do every other seat, which would be 50% capacity, Uh, They're going to do something, but man, I can't, I understand the bread and butter for the NFL or TV rights, but man, that's a big gap of money. When you talk about ticket sales, that's a big gap of money. When you talk about stadium beer, when you talk about stadium food, that's where the stadium makes their money. I can't merchandise. I can't see the NFL saying weeks one through three. Nobody. We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars. That are, are, that are lost. But again, and, and I understand the TV rights are, are the bulk of the money. But when you're a greedy organization such as the NFL, you start to lose hundreds of millions in a matter of weeks, they're going to change something fairly quickly. So I'm going to say preseason, this is my guess, preseason, no crowds. You hardly have crowds anyway. But I'm going to say come week one, they're going to have their shit figured out to where, all right, people are going to be in the stadium at some point. Uh, re- re- no. Regardless of, of how they do it, I think week one,
2: if you have tickets to a game, you're going to be allowed in. So I could see a couple things happening. <clears throat> one, it's going to be very hard to go 50% capacity because if you're talking about season ticket holders, how are you going to space them out and be like, no, 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 I paid for the 50 yard line ticket. You're not going to shift me over six seats. Right. This is what I paid for. So the organizations, the NFL, would have to start kind of giving money back, figuring that out. Two, we're gonna do that, but if you want to watch any of the game, we're gonna. You're not gonna have anybody in the stadium. If you're gonna watch the games, they're gonna force you to buy some type of NFL ticket.
3: Hmm.
2: You know, you can have your one NBC game because you paid for it, or if, maybe they negotiate something with the networks that's gonna say we're gonna have this package and you're gonna have to pay for it. So
3: now you're talking but, about. Go ahead.
2: Because I mean, I'll be honest with you. If I had direct, I don't have direct TV, but if I did, I'd have the NFL package so I could watch the Saints every week, but I don't have that option. So, okay. So that that's, so, uh, the NFL
3: does offer certain packages, but you only have it if you have. So is the NFL going to say highest bidder wins for the all pro NFL channel? You can catch every game for everything up for bids. Go AT&T, U-verse, Cox, South Bell, Bell South, direct TV, EPB, highest bidder wins Or do you think it's going to be, this is what we offer, give it to everybody. If you want to watch any NFL games from weeks preseason one to regular season four, you have to have this channel. But then again, if you're going to pay for that, are bars going to start charging people to let you in? Is there going to be a drink minimum? I mean, dude, so many things can happen from this if people are not allowed in stadiums and they go that route. No, no,
2: I, I, I ultimately think they're going to allow them back in the stadium. People are going to be back in the stadium. Because, I mean, you would have, if you, like I said, I think every other seat, unless you're going to give your season ticket, hey, we're going to move you, but it's going to, you're going to get some of your money back or whatever. Or we're going to, we're going to compensate you with a freaking Drew Brees bobblehead doll that costs
3: $5. Compensate me, one of me. Get it signed, too. I want want it signed,
2: too. So, but I, you know, but I mean, we're just talking about the, the NFL. I mean, think about the NCAA. Ooh, now we're like, talking billions and
3: billions and billions
2: because and the, billions. It, the football brings in the most money to the organizations. If you can't have a people in the stadiums for football, they're already canceling sports programs. As it is, mm-hmm. it's going to be worse than Title IX. I mean, they're just—you're going to lose a lot. Like, what was it? Uh, Central Michigan already cut track and field out. Mm. You know, so if you don't have football to help supplement that income. Like you're going to lose other sports within that 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 school. You remember, and
3: I hate and I hate going this route, but remember when LSU was building? This was I think last year or two years ago. LSU were building new facilities, athletic facilities, gyms, workout facilities, and the professors started the uproar. How are the sports organizations? You know, they had a few professors go on Twitter from LSU and complain that the athletic buildings were up to date. They're new, but we have. Uh, academic buildings falling apart. Well, I hate to say this, and I hate to be the guy to say this, but people take care of people who bring in the money. And athletics bring in the money in these big schools. Now, the AD went on, on Twitter and also kind of said, look, if you need some money, just ask, which was a very smart-ass response. But you're right. when you, yeah. When you take out football, you're taking out money for not only football, but you're taking out money for – to these big schools, man, you're taking out a lot of money for a lot of
2: sports. I mean, you think the fucking diving team can offer scholarships (laughs) because of the people they bring in for attendance? All 13 of them. You know, and the thing is, like... Nothing against diving. If
3: you dive, thank you for your...
2: your I would be willing to bet you that the athletic fund that is set up has nothing to do with what the other schools get. The athletic fund pays for those facilities. Yep. The athletic fund is not designed to go and pay for your new science microscope. That's not what the athletic fund is. The athletic fund stays within the athletic funds.
3: And we hate to be the person to tell you that.
2: but Now, Grant, (laughs) could they give some back? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, last time we
3: saw college football, man, we're going to get back on the NFL, but let's talk college since we're here. The last time we saw college football, the LSU Tigers defeated the Clemson Tigers to become national champs, 15-0. When you put numbers, the numbers, and stats, the stats, arguably – The 2019-2020 LSU Fighting Tigers, the best team in college football history ever, broke damn near every record there was to break offensively. 13 overall players received awards, five coaches received awards, and every player that was able to be signed by an NFL team, whether it is uh, an undrafted free agent or drafted in the NFL that was eligible on offense— was signed to an NFL team that was the first time that has happened since the 93 Gators I think I read I I, I've seen people who hate on LSU all season but give props to this team I've seen people who hate on LSU all season and still say they got lucky I don't see how you get lucky when you're dominating teams in the top 10 by 20 30 points I don't want to go there but, man, what a great season for LSU. I don't want to stay on it because we talked about it enough, but I just wanted to real quick, now that you have time just to sleep on it, sinking in, final thoughts about last year's LSU football team.
2: We were called homers from the very beginning. When we did the show at the beginning of last season, and because we sat here and said, there's a legit shot, I think we had LSU in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. I think we both had LSU to win it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I think we both said, there's a legit shot that we could have a Super Bowl champ in New Orleans and the um, and an NCAA champ in LSU. Yep. And we were close. And to prove that wasn't a homer pick, we...
3: I, <laughs> I can't tell you the last time we both agreed that LSU to win a national title. Sure as fuck wasn't the last seven, eight years with Les Miles. I can tell you that much. We just saw what LSU had and saw what LSU lost lack thereof before this season, because everybody was coming back, different coaching style, got Joe Brady from the Saints. We knew what Joe Burrow could do once that offense was spread out. We just really thought LSU, the only thing that was stopping, it didn't even stop me because I still picked them, was their schedule. And LSU had a point, it was less than 1% to go undefeated. I think the highest team to have that percentage was Alabama at like 2.1% to go undefeated with our schedule, and we did it. So man, I, again, it was a great season. Let's not under, and and I'm saying this now. So listen, we're not going to underestimate miles Brennan. He knows the offense. He knows the calls at the, at the line of scrimmage. He knows when to check. He knows the audibles. He sat behind Joe for two years. He is a five star quarterback. When we recruited him, he is the guy that we wanted at LSU. You want someone to know the system inside and out. His accuracy when he played last year, granted, it wasn't very much, but when he did play, he threw at an 87% accuracy. He, he knows the offense, Brad. What is it about Miles Brennan that you love and you're not comfortable with, if there's anything coming into this
2: season with LSU? Okay, so <clears throat> great point. People keep talking about Miles Brennan like he's a 17-year-old kid coming right out of high school. The kid's a red-shirt junior. He sat behind Burrow for two years. He's got a great
3: arm, hell my, of an arm. My, that was his strong strength as being
2: recruited—his arm strength. My my bigger fear with Miles uh, with Brennan is one, he hasn't played enough for me. Right. Two. When I did watch him, it felt like he tried to throw a bullet into every pass. If it was five yards, he was trying to throw a 105 mile hour fastball right there to the guy. Like, to me, he lacks the touch on the ball. Mm-hmm. That could be so, dangerous when you're playing and getting an SEC play. That could be. And, and you're right. That could be dangerous. But here's what I'll say. And call me the homer again that everybody usually does. I can see LSU back in the playoffs again. Let's not forget Alabama lost a lot too out of the sec. Auburn lost some big guys on defense. You know, Florida lost a couple guys. Granted, we lost the most, but if you look at it, we lost Joe Burrow. I feel like we have confidence in miles Brennan. I don't think he puts up, I don't think he puts up Burrow numbers, but he won't have to. Mm -mm. You, You lose Jordan Jefferson who you got Jamar Chase. You have Terrence Marshall, who's going to step up, who who had 13 touchdowns and missed three games. Oh, uh, by the way,
3: Terrence Marshall, five-star wide receiver recruit.
2: He would have led the team in touchdowns had he not been hurt. Then you still bring in the number one tight end in the country. You still have another five-star receiver stepping in. Then on the defensive side, you now have Stingley still coming back, Jacoby Stevens. We got the transfer from North Dakota State who they said in a year in LSU system should probably be a top, you know, 24 pick. And then you still have Shelvin at the nose guard. We we lost Brady, but we replaced him with Scott Linehan. We lost Aranda who to me was a little erratic on defense and you replaced him with um, Bo Pelini, who's very aggressive in a three, four defense. So things add up. My biggest concern is going to be LSU's offensive line. Yes, and I to –
3: Yes, um, we lost what, I mean, three we, of the five.
2: Four uh, of the no, five? I think we lost four of the five. Four of the five. So, I, I mean, you you have you have guys like Elias Ricks, who's a number a, a five star corner. He's going to be on the other side of Stingley. Then you got Jabril Cox. I mean, we got we got Curry. We we got another running back. I mean, it's not we did lose a lot, but we reloaded too.
3: So here's LSU's offense minus the offensive line coming back this year. Quarterback Miles Brennan, four star at a recruit. I apologize. He was four, not five. Wide receiver Jamar Chase, five star recruit. Wide receiver Terrence Marshall, five star recruit. Wide receiver Trey Palmer, five star recruit. That's three five star recruits. You know what two of the three can do, Brad, in that offense. Yep. Wide receiver Racy McGaff, three star. Wide receiver Kayshawn Boutte, four star. Tight end Eric Gilbert, five star. Running back John Emery Jr., five star. Running back Ty Davis, four star. Running back Chris Curry, four star. That's just returning. We didn't, I don't even know the names because we've signed so many. We got uh, your boy from Tampa that won the Super Bowl, Johnson. His son, five star recruit. We signed the kid out of Ohio who was a, a run a, a running quarterback, five star quarterback. We signed him, and then we signed another five star quarterback recruit for twenty twenty one.
2: We have no. We're we we have. Re, I have to say. For the first time, I can literally say that we reloaded. I felt like with Miles, we always had the talent, but they were bolting so fast, we always had to wait a year or two for a guy to develop Correct. it. Correct. Like O has done a great job bringing in transfers. Jabril Cox is a nasty middle linebacker. If you haven't watched him, which was one of our weakest spots, he'll be right there. We're supposed to have a, a guard transferring in. I think from Harvard, who's a who's another uh, grad transfer. So he's doing a very good job of mixing guys in because you have to think when these next guys leave, you're going to have all these other guys like a still in Elias Ricks, Stingle. I mean, we just signed, I think we pulled a, a safety from Clemson out of 2021. Yep. So, I mean, we have reloaded. So my here's my two big things. It's not even Miles Brennan are my two biggest. One, our offensive line. And two, how can they all gel together? That's my two. With no spring practice, mm-hmm. that's my big thing. So,
3: let's jump off of LSU's bandwagon.
2: Go Tigers. Go Tigers.
3: And let's talk about the top 25 preseason for 2021. Number one, Clemson. Are you surprised? No. Clear favorite for the Heisman, Sunshine, right? I mean.
2: I I would say he has to be there, yeah. Okay. Number two, Ohio him, S- him or Justin? Him or Justin Fields out of Ohio State.
3: Correct. Uh, two, Ohio State.
2: Yep, nope, I agree.
3: Three Alabama.
2: I don't know if I agree. They've lost they lost a big
3: chunk of their playmakers too. They lost their biggest guy to a tongue of Leola. Mac Jones comes His, in. They have the same height saw, from Mac Jones that we have for Miles Brennan, but what do you see in Mac <coughs> Jones that you like or don't like for Alabama?
2: I, I didn't see a lot from Matt Jones. I mean, he's still a great recruit, don't get me wrong. But I mean, he still didn't play a lot, so it's kind of the same thing. I mean, I, I think there's just so much that happened with LSU is why they don't get the respect, um, and so but Alabama is always going to have his guys in the top four regardless, top five. So that's why they get that. But let's, I mean,
3: yeah, let's not forget Mac Jones, three twenty-seven yards, three touchdowns in the bowl win against Michigan, and sitting behind him is a five-star and Bryce Young quarterback. Their linebacker Dylan Moses, he was out last year with a torn ACL. He'll be back. So uh, anytime you talk about saving in Alabama, like you said, they're going to be in the top four. Uh, number four, LSU. Again, we just went. We just, man. They went. They,
2: they're
3: number four. They're pre-ranked number four. Ah. Uh, but man, imagine a Bo Pelini defense last year with the offense we had. That's all I gotta say. Number five. Yeah, I mean Bo
2: Pelini's very aggressive on defense. Aranda so got gotten to the point where he would go into some prevent when we would get up a little bit more, and that just really made me nervous. I mean, he made some – Aranda made some mistakes on calls against Alabama. Alabama had two long touchdowns that were yep. because of Aranda. Uh, that number, game
3: wouldn't even been close. Number five, Georgia. Okay. Number six, Oregon. Number seven, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Penn State. Number nine, these two, Brad, I want you to keep an eye on because in the next coming weeks when we give our SEC predictions. Number nine, Florida, and number ten, Auburn.
2: Yeah, I would have those guys probably over Oregon. I mean, I know Oregon didn't lose a lot, but you lost, you lost their quarterback. starting quarterback. Yep. Number eleven, Notre Dame.
3: Number twelve, Oklahoma State, thirteen AM, fourteen, Texas, fifteen, Michigan, sixteen, Wisconsin, seventeen, North Carolina. 18, Minnesota, 19, USC, 20, UCF, 21, Cincinnati, 22, Utah, 23, Iowa State, 24, Iowa. And to round out the preseason top 25, 25, Arizona State. Uh, I'm just going to say, if Bo Nix can build on the type of season he had last year at Auburn, I would not, and again, I know they lost a lot on defense, but man, Gus Manziel, for some reason, I just feel that uh, every time Auburn wins, they come from nowhere. And I feel like this could be a come-from-nowhere season for Auburn. If Bo Nix can build on
2: what he did last season as a freshman. No, I completely agree. And I I think same thing with Florida. I mean, Florida didn't lose a whole lot. And they were very competitive in in some of their games. Florida and Auburn were
3: two games that LSU had that were not fun to watch. Are you there? Uh Uh-oh. Let's see what this is. I got you. Okay. Florida and Auburn were two games that LSU played last year that were not fun to watch.
2: No. I I could see – I think – I'll go ahead and give my early pick. I have Florida win in the East. I'm not giving my picks. I mean – because, I mean, Georgia lost a lot, too. I mean, you lost your number one running back and your quarterback. Well, every time you
3: talk Georgia – I mean, you you talk to head coach uh, Kirby Smart – until he wins it, man. I'm not going to agree with you, but I can. I uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked to see a Florida Auburn SEC championship game. I'm just going to say. Well, that. my
2: thing is, I, I'm trying to figure. I mean, we always talk about bias through the media and everything. How is Georgia consistently ranked five? They get five star recruits. Two to three recruits, games dude. Dude, every year. They, get they lose
3: em- two to the, three games every year. But they get the five star, and you know, recruit is half of what you get coming in. That determines your work. You're worth coming into the next season They're getting the five-star but, recruits, man.
2: But you also have to look at the body of work. Like, if I, I'm I, looking I at the agree schedule right you. now, I agree I'm going to be like, Florida's, Florida's losing three games. Where's three games? Let's put them right here. I mean, Florida just – I mean, Georgia just gets way more hype because it's Kirby smart than he should. I agree.
3: But I'm not going to be shocked if you get an Auburn-Florida SEC championship game next year.
2: I, I, I will not because I, I have a – I could really see it being – a one loss Auburn, a one loss Alabama, a one loss LSU, where they all beat each other somehow. Like Alabama, LSU beats Alabama, Alabama beats Auburn, Auburn beats LSU. Like, yeah.
3: I could see that. The tiebreaker would go to who?
2: I don't know. I don't know what the tiebreaker is. We'll have to do our <laughs> research
3: before then. I guess we will. If you know it, don't say shit. <laughs> Just tweet us at the Big Rick 62. Brad, don't even tweet anymore. NFL nope. NFL news. Anything you want to talk about? While I look this up.
2: Uh no, I mean we got. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Your boy. I mean. NFL.com
3: news. We were not prepared because there's really nothing to prepare about. To be honest with you, because
2: I mean we we could talk about Dak Prescott wanting uh, all the money in the world and then they go <laughs> sign Andy Dalton <laughs> to be mine. <behind. laughs> Dude, that's the best, Jerry. That's a that's a Jerry Jones move if I ever saw one. He said, "Yo, you want more money? Hold on, hold my beer."
3: <laughs> Clyde edwards hilaire running back from LSU, joins the Chiefs. How are you liking that one?
2: I th- I the Chiefs are I, I thought whoever landed there was going to have a good you know a good uh, couple years I should say. I look at it from a fantasy spot a lot of times, and I thought it was a great landing spot for whatever running back hit there.
3: Okay, here I go. I got it pulled up. Stefan Diggs, Viking to the Bills. You like that one?
2: If they start throwing
3: the ball more. I like Josh Allen and the Bills, man. I'm going to tell you, we're, this is not our pre-pre-pre-game uh, pre-prediction show, but I have the Bills taking the East, man. They predicted to go 12-4. and four. They went 10-6, and six, and guess who those two wins were against that they're flipping this year? The Patriots. The Patriots. We're not going to get into that, but, man, Josh Allen was – one side of the coin during the season in his playoff game, I still remember that shit, dude, laughing my ass off in my living room. What the fuck is he doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he learns from that because I picked him to be the best quarterback out of that class coming from Wyoming. So if he can get that shit straight. All right, let's see here. David Johnson, Cardinals to the Texans.
2: Uh, I don't – I mean, he has a clear – are we talking about NFL or are we gonna talk about it from like a fantasy perspective? We can do both while we talk about it. I mean, we got a fun set to talk about. Ain't no sports going on. He's got a, he's got an opportunity to resurrect his fantasy career there. There's nobody there. Um so he can uh. stay healthy. If he can stay healthy.
3: Uh Texans to the Cardinals. Just a flippity flopping a trade. DeAndre Hopkins. I like this because I think the Cardinals offense is gonna be way more explosive than what people think. And I think DeAndre Hopkins he may not put up the same numbers, but I think he still will be a top five wide receiver in Arizona.
1: So
2: here's, here was my, my initial thought. I was like, from our fantasy because we have on the fantasy team, like, oh fuck, we got to trade this guy. Like, I don't like it. But then when I sat back and really took some time and like that defense still sucks, mm-hmm. they're going to have to, and they're and that. So that's what the cliff Kingsbury's yep. running spread offense. He can't win games at Texas tech, but they were putting up 40 a game. Right, and that's what I'm hoping here. I mean, Kyler Murray in a rookie year threw for almost 3,800 yards. So let's let's hope he can do the same thing. I think he can break 4,500, getting him down there to Hopkins.
3: Nick Foles, Jaguars to the Bears. Let's talk about that cluster muck of a quarterback class.
2: They'll draft Trevor Lawrence when they're drafted number one next year.
3: <laughs> All right, that was it. That was the notable ones in March. Let's go to April. Brandon Cooks, Rams to the Texans. Got to replace that. That Hopkins void, but uh, ever since he left, and I said this, man, wide receiver. I I think there's one, and I can't, the fact that I can't even remember, it proves my point even more. Wide receivers that leave New Orleans and Drew Brees are not the same wide receivers.
0: His second team.
3: he's put up,
2: he's put up a thousand yards. Not New Orleans numbers. He didn't, but his numbers weren't super crazy in New Orleans. <clears throat> he the thing the problem brandon cooks is he's, his attitude that's why who keeps trading a receiver digress. that gets you a thousand yards every year then i digress
3: does he fill that void of hopkins in the
2: texans no okay no dude you can't you can't fill hopkins shoes with a guy like that tom brady rob gronkowski
3: to the patriots to the buccaneers let me just no, start to the patriot off- to Patriots 2.0. Patriots to the Patriots 2.0. Let me just say this. The Saints are a three-time, three in a row. Let me refer. Three in a row NFC South champs. I'm not giving any predictions. This is going to be a tough one. And I say that because Tampa was already decent on offense with Jameis Winston. You take out his 30 interceptions, he still led the league in yards. He still had 20-something touchdowns. Tampa's offense was not that bad. And you throw in Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, even though I think Rob, the over and under is five. Week five of getting hurt, I'm going under. I don't think he's going to make it. But anytime you got Tom Brady in an offense, man, what are you thinking about the
2: Bucs? So here's my question. If the Bucks win the division, is it technically Bruce Arians that won the division? Or just still Bill Belichick that won the division because that's all the fucking Bucks over there. Like, oh, look, I, I think the Bucks, they, you know, no no uh, OTAs, um, and the way the restrictions are put on everything, I think that the I think we beat the Bucks week one. I could easily see the Bucks beating us week the next time we play them. I'll be honest with you, I think we split with the Bucks. They have some, they have a lot of players on offense, defense not so good, but. You know, Brady likes to throw the fucking slants. Can he get the ball downfield to Godwin or to Evans, you know, to to spread it out? So I I think this is going to be the toughest year in a long time for the Saints because Atlanta got better. They've got a solid running game in Gurley now. Oh,
3: absolutely. Uh, As I scroll down this list, I'm looking for any noticeable names. uh, Well, Gurley to the Falcons was one. Injured I don't know to when that I don't see how that's I don't I think that's a whole investigation that needs it, to happen because you
2: know who you know who else went to Atlanta that's very under the radar is Hayden Hurst, the tight end from mm, Baltimore that's right because he was kind of overshadowed by Mark Andrews, so that's uh that's a sneaky one there. Gerald McCoy, defensive tackle,
3: Panthers to the Cowboys, uh, Vic Beasley Falcons to the Titans. Um, I just saw another one Eric Ebron uh, Colts to the Steelers let's see here that was March let's go to April uh, Daryl Wardley was signed free agent signing in Dallas uh, Michael uh, no of course Jameis Winston Buccaneers to the Saints Um, Taysom Hill Saints re-signed him Melvin Gordon charges to the Broncos how are you liking that for fantasy
2: man it, it's tough I think he'll still be solid um it, it, the problem is with the the Broncos now we don't know what's going to happen because they literally you know picked up Jared Judy out of the draft who's supposed to be the best wide receiver picked up another guy KJ Hamler who was one of the most explosive wide receivers and then you sign him so it's kind of like I don't know what the offense looks like right now
3: uh april let's go to may in signings uh ty montgomery was re-signed by new orleans uh Dontre hilliard re-signed Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. guys there's not much to talk about here i'm not going through all of these um, so then let's
2: why don't we skip over to the draft then all right let's go to the draft so because I that's the one thing that's really hit me was when you looked at the way the draft went down as a whole was just fucked up. Like it was crazy. Like this draft had so many skilled position players that were graded in the first round to be first round talent. Some of them went in the third or fourth round. You know, you think about Green Bay. Green Bay needs a wide receiver, probably one of the most talented receiver classes. And where do they go the first round? Backup quarterback. You had, you had a guy that led the NFL in touchdowns in Green Bay last year. Where did they go the second round? Running back. Like, you know, think about the Saints. The Saints could have used another playmaker. Where did they go? Or a cornerback. Where do we go? Yeah, but Offensive we didn't line. know we
3: were going to release. I like to pick now that we release your boy.
2: They were trying to move him before
3: the draft. Uh, that so was the problem. Yeah, let's just start with them. Of course, Joe Burrow to the Bengals. I like it if they could stay healthy. Um, Chase Young. To the Redskins, I mean, uh, pick best available player. Lions drafted a cornerback. I don't see how that's going to help them. Giants draft a tackle, trying to protect the quarterback. Tua goes to Miami. Maybe sit behind your boy Fitzpatrick for a year. Uh, Justin, a- say I
2: was disappointed in, in Miami's draft, like what they did. Is it Abe?
3: Anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. Are we pronouncing this Southern style or no? Is it Bear or Herbert.
2: No, it's Herbert. Okay, so it's Her- Herbert, like Sherbert.
3: <laughs> in Louisiana, Herbert would be pronounced a bear. So let's just clear that up. Justin Herbert to the Chargers. I mean, uh, they need Phillip Rivers left, so they needed to replace him. Arguably, the best defensive player, uh, defensive lineman in the draft. Derek Brown goes to the Panthers. You need that when you're playing Tom Brady and Drew Brees every week or every other week. Dude, they they loaded up with some beef in the middle throughout mm-hmm. that draft. They did. Isaiah Simmons linebacker from Clemson went to the Cardinals. Jaguars selected a cornerback from Florida. Cleveland Browns tackle. Jets tackle. Raiders, uh Henry, Henry Ruggs from Alabama. Uh Tampa Bay tackle. Gotta protect Tom Brady. Yeah. 49ers, which I think is gonna be a big fucking flop this year. Defensive tackle. Jerry Judy to the Broncos. You were just talking about that. A.J. Terrell, the one cornerback that got owned against LSU, is picked up by the Falcons. I love the pick because he sucks. Um, (laughs) C.D. Lamb, Oklahoma, wide receiver to the Cowboys. Too many mouths to feed. I'm looking at it from a fantasy aspect, man. Too many mouths to feed in Dallas. What do you think?
2: I I agree, but I love Jerry Jones. He just fucking stuck it to the Eagles, man. He just like, oh, you need a wide receiver? Watch this. I mean, he (laughs) – Jerry Jones walks around like, I don't give a fuck. You want more money? I'm going to get another quarterback. You need a receiver? We're taking one.
3: <laughs> uh, Miami drafts a tackle to protect Tua. Uh, Raiders, cornerback, I just – I don't – You at that point, man, new stadium, new city, get you a big name. And the best big name there was – was. Fuck. I mean, I get – I don't know. Do what you got to do in, in Oakland. Um Wide receiver, Justin Jefferson to the Vikings, takes dig spot. What do you think Jefferson's going to do once he gets used to that offense?
2: Uh, well, I don't know because him and Thielen are both really big slot guys. So, I don't know how that's going to go. One of them's going to have to play the outside and maybe Jefferson. I think he can do it, um, but we'll have to see how that goes. That's see, my only concern right now.
3: Again, this is the point where we were looking at we need defensive help. Patrick Queen was sitting there. The safety from Alabama was sitting there in the drafts. The Saints draft a center. Again, hindsight's twenty twenty. We didn't know we were letting go of, what's his name, Worley? Who who the fuck? Horford. Uh, Horford. We didn't know we were getting rid of him, but we got rid of him. Uh, Four-time Pro Bowler, but in the second half of the season, man, he was just tanking for the Saints. We had to get him replaced. That's what we did. Cornerback Jordan Love from Utah State goes to the Packers. Do the Packers give no love to Aaron Rodgers when it comes to drafting offensive linemen or receivers? Nope. They gave him no help. None. None. Uh, Patrick Queen sitting there. (laughs) I don't think Baltimore's offense is going to be as explosive. I still think Baltimore will represent the AFC. Possibly. Is that my pick? But adding Patrick Queen to that, I mean, come on now. Their defense is already stacked. Uh, And then Clyde's Edward Hilaire didn't even have a camera crew at his house. But your boy – the quarterback for the chiefs called up the the, the Mahomes. Mahomes, I want him and they drafted him. Fantasy aspect. How are you liking Clyde, man?
2: Uh, I'm trying to get him everywhere I can. I really, I would have gone. If Jonathan Taylor would have gone there, I'd have been in the same boat. You know, our boy Jim calls me a Homer for, uh, for trying to get him, but I would have gone with Jonathan Taylor right there. If he would have landed in that spot, I'd have gone with him too. Whoever was going to land in that spot, landed in a great spot.
3: I just saw this. The Bengals also drafted T Higgins. So they got yep. Joe Burrow and T Higgins with AJ uh, AJ Green. They got Hicks uh, mixing in the backfield.
2: I mean, Tyler Boyd on the other receiver.
3: How you liking if they can stay healthy, man? How you liking Cincinnati's offense? Um
2: so here's the problem. Under that new offensive coordinator, I was doing my little research. Um they haven't uh Andy Dalton hasn't fantasy wise, hasn't finished better than 23rd in the past three years. So I don't know. Like for me, you saw what Burrow did in a spread offense and throwing it around. If you're not going to utilize that, why draft him? And I've said that about the dual threat quarterbacks for years. Like these dual threat quarterbacks go to these teams that aren't very good and that want to make them pocket passers. Why would, why has Lamar had a good season? Because they let him be Lamar. You know, they're not trying to force him into the pocket. But when you do, you can see he struggles a little bit. Right. And that's that's, that's my thing. If you're if you're going to make Joe Burrow a game manager, why the fuck you pick him with the number one pick? Let him throw it around. Let him throw for four or five thousand yards. You saw what he did at LSU, man. Under the right system. And he, ha- and he has the talent to do it. You have A.J. Green. You have Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, John Ross is a deep threat. Why not?
3: So, I don't know what else, unless there was something you want to talk about. We're at the 45-minute mark, which I think is amazing, considering no sports is going on. And I'm praying something happens in the next week uh, so we can talk about it. I'm trying to save our pre-pre-pre-prediction show as far out as possible. But uh we can do a fantasy show. Maybe next week talk about the bet. The pre-pre-pre-bet that I've already laid in Vegas. Uh, so, uh, two games for week two of next year. So... What are you thinking about all this, man? You ready for some football? You miss baseball? Would you be watching basketball? Are you, are, are you a basketball watcher?
2: If not, are you going to watch be watching it. it now that sports has been taken away from us? I, I will never turn away sports again. I've learned my lesson. I will never take sports for granted. I will never do it again. No, I'd be watching baseball because I got into that, the Fantasy Baseball League this year. So I'd have probably been, gotten more into that um, than I would normally uh other than that you know it's it's fantasy football season I mean we're in dynasties I mean I've got one two three four five I got like six going right now so I'm I'm keeping kind of busy with that trying to trying to trade trying to trying to find a way to get up to at least the number two pick and the the other one for Tuesday it starts Tuesday
3: you still picking me up at the airport in August right the Friday before yeah I guess well, I got my plane ticket, so I missed. Uh, I'll have to Uber to your house, I guess. Go back down south to go back up north.
2: So, Right. So, hey, you know what? Since we're talking, we've got to try to find a way to move up to that number two pick.
3: We have what right now? Nine and ten? Nine and ten. First round. I want Clyde and First Joe. Round. Man, do we want Joe that bad, or do we go Clyde and a receiver? Well, the thing is, is we need Joe now that we traded away Rodgers. But we got Russell. You just yeah, said – we- I- I'm playing the asshole here. You just said the Cincinnati offense hasn't produced a quarterback in the top 23 in years. But you feel okay. Joe can Ooh. change that? And I'm asking you, do you feel Joe can change that? Or is Joe going to be another victim of my system, my way, I don't care what the best thing for you is?
2: Well, my my, my bigger fear is if Russell Wilson gets hurt
3: week two, who the fuck we playing? Waivers, buddy.
2: <laughs> okay, well, hold on. Hold on right quick then. Since we got a few minutes. I'll yeah, tell you who's on the let's fucking
3: waivers. who's waiver. on the waivers. While you're doing that,
2: I'm going to play a little
3: song for our audience. Let's see here. Go down to the T's.
2: Oh, we can draft David Jameis Winston.
3: Oh, y'all are so lucky because I was about to knock some Taylor Swift out.
2: David Carr, Pat, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick. Minshew. Maybe we need to pick so, up Fitzpatrick. There's only three starting quarterbacks on the waiver wire. Carr, Fitzpatrick, and Minshew. That's it. Hmm. and each could lose their job
3: (laughs) each will lose their job at some
2: point so i think we traded away rogers that was our i was our goal to get burrow oh man well let's call
3: it a show we're at 47 minutes i still have to eat and drink more daiquiri and watch Uh, what tv shows are you watching right now
2: uh i'm actually watching lost
3: any new shows that you've been watching
2: uh, I watch Shit's Creek. If you haven't watched Shit's Creek, man, you got to watch Shit's Creek.
3: What we do in the shadows on FX. It's like an, it's, it's office documentary
2: style, but with vampires. Oh, fuck that. I don't watch <laughs> no goddamn vampires. That's that, that's that shit, that uh, Jacob versus whatever shit that you used to watch. No, I get no shit goddamn is funny, bro.
3: This shit is that's funny. That's what I've
2: heard. I've heard it. I heard it's funny though.
3: There's some parts I'm like, well, that's really stupid. Then there's some parts that really make me laugh out loud. So, well, I'm, I could I'm on episode five, started, so I'm still giving it a chance.
2: I, I could never get into Lost before, so I figured I was like, let me try it and see. And I've kind of gotten into it a little bit. I watch one or two episodes a night, it's not I, the office for me. I've heard Outer Banks.
3: I just, Lenin, finished just finished watching that. Dead to Me season two. If you haven't watched season one, go watch it. Um,. Ozark. I haven't even started Ozark season two, three. And I can't get into Ozark. Oh, I'm a huge Ozark fan. I can't seem to start watching. I couldn't
2: get into. So I finished. Uh, what did I watch? Um, the Blacklist. We've been watching The Blacklist. Mm-hmm. Uh, caught up on that. Um, damn. What was the other one? I was uh, the last night. Last Kingdom. It's on FX. Okay. Uh, I've been watching that one. FX uh, is putting out some good shows here lately, man. Not FX Netflix. My bad. Netflix Netflix. We'll scratch that. So, yeah, I uh, I I started on Lost because I went through that phase where I watched the MCU uh series. So I went a couple weeks without doing anything but watching that. Nice. So I hadn't. uh, I got to get. So I'm caught up on that. I I I can't get into Ozarks, man. I've tried a couple times.
3: If you are listening to this and you have any nerd in you, go check out the other show on the Chairshot.com. Bandwagon nerds. I'm also on that show. So is Patrick O'Dowd. And so is Big Dave Unger, Ungar, uh, the two biggest nerds, Dia, the architect, DPP. If they know anything to know anything about nerdism in that world, uh, it's a really funny show. We're starting to throw some comedy in it. But uh, yeah, man, that's it. Uh, well, we're going to try to have a script for next week. No script at all. We did everything on the, uh, literally, on the tail of our ass to put a show together. And I'm shocked we got 50 minutes. So, uh, Brad, are you still on Twitter? Or
2: yes i am i go out there and i hit my recruits up you know and i give them some love that i <laughs> wanting to commit from from the spring hill tennessee area trying to get out there and get them big they're waiting for the offers those two twins are waiting for the offers from ohio state if they catch that they're gone
3: ohio whatever
2: all right brother well, they, this, they, they're ohio state fans
3: episode one season three the weekly blitz we're gonna call this I don't fucking know what we're gonna call it We'll Call it the pandemic The pandemic Alright fuck it that's what I'll name it Alright brother pandemic episode. it was good talking to you Hopefully we have a script for next week If not we'll roll it off our ass again
2: Alright brother Hold on
3: I gotta do some outro music Let's do some Taylor Swift Here we go later guys Wait hold on that still ain't gonna work
2: That's why we ain't got no fucking listeners
3: Alright Brad I'll see you next week brother
0: you, where you been, I could show you incredible things. Magic, madness, can
3: hang heaven, up if you just don't
0: listen to Oh my God, look at All right, that bro, that look like my next mistake. <laughs> loves Later. a game, want to play.